What's up? Hi. How's it going, guys? It's a lazy Sunday. Lazy Sunday. Or Friday, or whatever time you're listening to this. Okay. This tweet of the week is from at ItchyWizard on Twitter. Me. I should probably conserve what's left of my phone battery. Also me. And then it's a screenshot of Funky Kong in an airport, and it says ASMR roleplay, caring and supportive Funky Kong gives you a ride home from the airport. (laughs) And it's about halfway through the video. Funky Kong? You know, the Donkey Kong 64 character with the bandana and the cool purple sunglasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. He's giving you a ride home from the airport. With that context, hit, hit me with it one more time. Me. I should probably conserve what's left of my b- phone battery. Also me. Screenshot of a YouTube video that says ASMR roleplay carrying in support of Funky Kong gives you a ride home from the airport. <laughs> a perfect tweet is a clean workshop ready for its carpenter. A perfect tweet is a single mother waking up early to make breakfast for her kids. A perfect tweet a babbling brook. A newborn baby deer. Find your legs, baby deer. Find your legs. And find the perfect tweet with One Perfect Tweet. Hello. Welcome to One Perfect Tweet, a podcast where we write a perfect tweet. My name is Stephen Shockett. I'm one-third of your co-hosts. My name is Michael Sullivan. I, too, am one-third of your co-hosts. And I'm Sergio Alexander Maggi, but please call me Alex. And I'm the Hi, final Alex. third of your co-hosts. Hi, final third. You can follow along with Perfection at the Twitter handle at one perf tweet. That's at the number one P E R F T W double E T. And thanks to James Hendry for reading the intro text to our show. And jump on over to iTunes and rate, subscribe, and review. Great. Let's get started. And the last part of our intro, which we always do, which is me reviewing the. Seltzer water that I'm currently drinking. This is a Schweppes raspberry lime. And Uh I have to say, it is really underwhelming. Bubbles, not very Mm. sharp. Very soft bubbles. Raspberry lime flavor is okay, but when the water is this flat, it's kind of just like, I feel like I'm drinking an old soda. Mm. How does it fit in the overall Schweppes uh, product portfolio? Family and library of products? Mm -hmm. I was going to say, because... Steven, you have your ear to the ground more in the seltzer in the seltzer mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Has Schweppes always been a contender in the in the uh, seltzer market? Because I feel like I've always known them for their their ginger ale, but that's what's really got the execs over at Schweppes all riled up. Is they've been producing fine, high quality Schweppes since 1783. They put it right there on the label because they're mad mm. that seltzer's mm. cool now. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. For hundreds 1783? of years? 1783? That's 230 <laughs> years. They've been doing it for a long-ass so time. That's so long. <laughs> That's like, you didn't know, but in those um, old-time, um, like, the, the slapstick reels with the pratfalls and everything, when the clowns uh-huh. shoot seltzer water yeah, uh, uh, in each other's him. faces, that's Schweppes. That's Greg Schweppes. He basically finished now, the Revolutionary War and was like, time to become a clown again. Now, Stephen, is it possible? Because let's face it, Schweppes has been, as we've established, Schweppes has been in the seltzer game for a real long time. Uh-huh. Is it possible that you just don't know seltzer like Schweppes knows seltzer? Mm. Maybe your seltzer palate isn't refined enough. First of all, first yeah. of all, 
Uh-huh. Don't ever speak to me or my son that way ever again. <laughs> Your son? <laughs> oh, also, meet my son. <laughs> oh my god, he looks just like you. So, I I know uh, all the cool kids are flocking to the, um, you know, the new seltzer on the scene, LaCroix, or as I like to say, La Croix. What? Tell me. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. If you're like... If you're like just getting into the seltzer game, yeah, you could you could jump over to like a trendy. But like, if you want to be on the front cutting edge of seltzer, mm-hmm. you're gonna want yeah. pizza seltzer. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest, most futuristic, 64-bit 3D platforming seltzer available. Oh, it's like the ocarina of time of seltzers. Yeah, exactly. If you don't drink it before the moon sets. Something bad happened. Wrong game. I forget Different game. That one. It was Majora's Mask. For a second, I thought we were doing a Gremlins joke. <laughs> Just don't get your seltzer um, wet after dark. I don't know. This whole this whole seltzer <laughs> bit is pretty loose. I think we should move on. I agree. I'm with you on Wait, that one. Wait, I had one more point to raise about we, seltzer. We wore it as thin as it goes. Literally, no, if you tr- one if- more. If you try to one more place we could forge this. Alex, your broad, beautiful shoulders will tear this poor bit. Hey, hey. <laughs> thread from thread. First off, first off, thank you for noticing my shoulders. Steven, <laughs> watch yourself. Steven, you're on notice. <laughs> Second point. No, I've been going to a couple beer fests recently, and all of a sudden, there are these uh there are these tables that are creeping in on the game, and it's what is that? Alcoholic seltzer. Hmm. <laughs> At a beer fest? Being like, hey yeah. guys, can I play? Do they call them Alka Seltzer? Alright, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> but it makes no sense. Because it's like you have you either drink alcohol and you just accept you either like or accept the taste of alcohol, or you uh put like fruity sugary shit into alcohol as a conveyance method to to create a new taste. But it's like, hey, do you just, uh, do you want just like uh, carb- uh, carbonated, slightly watered down alcohol? Alex, you're just describing a vodka soda. Yeah, yeah which doesn't belong at a beer yeah. fest. If you if you're gonna yes, serve vodka sodas at a beer fest, just call it a bar. Just I mean, say we have an outdoor this bar. This beer fest is now bar. <laughs> it hasn't overtaken the beer fest. It's just a hmm. thing. What is this watered down alcohol? Hmm. This beer fest is now bar. I declare but you're, so. But you're you're the way you're describing it, like by calling it watered so down says alcohol. Yoheim beer fest. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it's <laughs> that's literally like my go-to drink at a bar, and I get that you're at a beer fest and and uh, vodka soda has no place there. But you're talking about it like it's the most foreign concept ever conceived, and that is just uh uh you're being willfully obtuse. You know that vodka sodas are a very popular drink. You're right. You're right. It, it's basically a vodka soda, but it's You're not like, wrong, but that's the kind of argument that Johan Beerfesterman had to face and was sick of so that he started the very first beer fest back in 1783. When they said, Johan, we cannot put so many beers together on tables near one another. And he said, you watch me. You watch me do it. <laughs> I mean, we are coming up on the end of Oktoberfest, and as tantalizing as this conversation is... I have been wanting to drink alcohol desperately all month, but what should I what should I drink to to cap off the month? When Ooh, to, to celebrate! Can I tell you about the cocktail of the week and maybe that? So the cocktail of the week this week, which we haven't made yet, we're probably going to make it right after this call, 
is a Cuba Libre. Have you heard of such a drink? Um, yeah, that was like a, a a bloody civil war that happened in like the late fifties. I want to say. Well, there's a hilarious cocktail about it. It's uh. <laughs> It's kind of like how when people make Irish car bombs and it's like, that's, that's, a, that sounds delicious. That's also, it's, it's really offensive and it comes from a loaded part of, of yeah, Ireland's history, but about that. it's the, it's yeah, the, oh yeah, it's fucked. In, um, it's the inflatable bouncy castle Titanic of cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people died. Now it's a slide at your kid's third birthday party. <laughs> that's so... The That's... Bravo. Bravo, Steven. So a, a Cuba Libre <laughs> is just um, a, a rum and coke with lime in it. So you've probably <laughs> had one before. It really is. That's yeah. all it is. Which is shocking to me because I feel like you... Pro- I mean, like, I've probably ordered that dozens of times at bars not knowing... Yeah. Um, God... It's just like us Americans to fucking drink a drink without even realizing that we're hailing the bloody <laughs> liberation of Cuba. I think it's actually how, just... How fucked are we? I think it's more American to be like, um, uh, this drink is is too basic, too simple. Uh, we, we need to jazz it up a little bit. Can we, can we be evocative of a... Of a, a, a <laughs> a bloody independence movement uh, really spice up that name really jazz it up it's also a certain I'm trying out this new drink it's uh it's whiskey with um a little bit of half and half and uh and then you you add like you uh add a bunch of ice and i'm calling it the saint valentine's day massacre <laughs> i'm i'm trying out this drink okay roll with me here i'm trying out this drink it's uh uh a little bit of vodka and a little bit of Sprite, and I'm calling it the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, this? Oh, this? And you just threaten to drink it all night long. But, <laughs> but, but you do. never do. You never do. It's, it's, it's fitting that it has vodka because um, even though Cuba's in the name, it's secretly Russian. It's got some, it's got some Russian action. Okay, wait. So, Stephen, on the subject of drinks that you should uh, break your October, Oktoberfest with, I think now's your opportunity to, like, you start drinking alcohol again, but you drink only one kind of alcohol and you learn everything about it uh-huh. and you just tell everybody all about it whenever you're drinking it. And you're just like, oh, you know, the thing about brandy, it's only good from the, the French regions. So not like, I don't like become ironic. I just like get really into brandy is what you're saying. Like insufferable. I'm saying it could be brandy. No, I think, I think you need to pick something more obscure. Like, let me put this at you. Um... Why don't you try Galliano? Why don't I? <laughs> so very few drinks can be made with it. <laughs> uh, most most people, if you even mention it, will be like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." It comes in a really, it's so obnoxious. It comes in a really specific bottle that is too large to put on any liquor cabinet. Or you could just get like really into like old school for loco, because then it's like a rarity, and you have to like find it all over, like. Okay, this is you, the you bottle. Have to, you have to go... I'm sorry, I'm on my thing now. Um, it's, I was still I'm going. Joking. I stepped away for a second. 
I'm joking. Go for you it. Bitch. All right. This is a two foot tall bottle. It doesn't fit reasonably on ec- on <laughs> any liquor cabinet. It's the least convenient <laughs> alcohol of all time. <laughs> That's what makes you it have great. to br- you have to bring it to the bar and just like <laughs> hand it to them and be like, put this on ice. If you have it in your home, it's a it's a a, a statement for sure, definitely. <laughs> um, a bartender will get actively mad at you if you try to order a drink that uses it. And it's, it's like the perfect thing to be a snob about, especially in Brooklyn, especially. Uh, uh, it, it just feels like the right obscure li- <laughs> liquor to, to just really lean into. That's not bad. Galliano. That's not bad. I might have to go with Alex's suggestion of original Four loco, <laughs> Which you didn't hear when you were stepping away to pick up okay. that then you're, obscenely then you're not tall bottle. Then you're also a, a, a hunter of rarity. <laughs> really diving into... You know, storage lockers, um, old refrigerators, yeah. like distribution facilities. It's so sad that the war on Four Loco gave rise to the Four Loco cartels of Florida. Yeah. You know, it's really yeah. But hey, oh oh, the Netflix series that they're making based off of the Four Loco trade though <laughs> yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. Is it called Locos? Yeah, it's called Locos. <laughs> Which is uh, <laughs> the guy who's basically played Pedro Pascal's role on Narcos, on Locos, mm-hmm. who just, he just looks like Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seems not as good as Pedro Pascal. He's, oh, he's not. No. No. From the trailers alone, you can tell. A frat guy in his fifth year at, a, at UT Austin, like, just like looks old because he's been drinking heavily for six years now. And like, <laughs> it's just chasing down that, that high. There is you know, nothing that Netflix won't greenlight right now. <laughs> Literally nothing. Did you know, you actually, know, this isn't even a goof. They're releasing 80 original films next year. 80. That's a, that's a lot that's, of films. That's too many. It's too many. They can't all be good. In fact, if even 10% of them are good, that will be a feat. Yeah, but you don't have to watch all 80. You can just watch the eight good ones. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? You don't have to watch all 80. You can just watch the eight good ones. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, so I don't have to watch everything that Netflix makes. Life hacks: Don't watch everything. I've never on thought of this before. So all those hours wasted on Girl Boss. Yeah, dude, you could have been drinking Galileo. Oh my God, my Girl Boss time. Called. Anyway, back to Four Loco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at the gym, they have uh, History Channel playing with uh, closed captioning on in the locker room. So. Uh, huh. I've come into contact. It's a real thinkers gym. It's you know it's it's a real it's a real Algonquin club <laughs> of uh, of weightlifters. It's the it's the Rick and Morty of gyms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta be real smart. You have to be a, a man of taste and intelligence and intellect. Clearly, you guys haven't watched History Channel in a while. Because guess what's on History Channel? Nothing to do with history. Um, <laughs> It's mostly shows about a goddamn pawn shop and uh, two other guys who drive around the backwoods of America finding uh, rarities in, like, old farmhouses. Can we get you to redub the trailers for these shows? It's like, (laughs) next up on American Pickers, two assholes in their stupid truck drive around backwoods, back-ass country roads looking for nothing. That was a lot like I was watching uh, the USC game yesterday, and between commercial breaks, the uh, the NBC sportcaster would had to read like the ten second captions uh, descriptions of TV shows that were going to be playing later that <laughs> night. They'd be like, 
Uh, next up on Blindspot, uh, Blindspot Lady has to uh, use a tattoo to solve her test. That's coming up on Blindspot. <laughs> next up on uh, Chicago Fire, there's a fire in Chicago. That's coming up on Chicago Fire. <laughs> I don't know this character, but I want more of him. <laughs> I, honestly, announcer with a begrudging that. obligation to narrate the plot of shows that are on his channel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no interest even remotely oh God, in, just so... <laughs> in learning what the shows are about, who may oh be God. on them. We can cut this out of the show because I don't think it'll translate. But also during the performance, they did a... So it was a USC versus Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like the anniversary of some fucking... Some fucking bullshit Notre Dame Dame game where they like... They used a different colored jersey. And so it's like, it's the green jersey (laughs) game. Uh, But so they had like a retrospective piece during one of the commercial breaks. And the copy for it at the very beginning was... A jersey is just... (laughs) 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 a jersey is just a a a couple pieces of cloth stitched together to make a big shirt (laughs) it did not you're full of shit you're full of shit you're so full of shit. <laughs> you definitely said that. It sounded like the intern wrote it, and they just took the first draft, and they were like, oh yeah, God. sure. That, that, that dog hunts. <laughs> A hat is just six panels of cloth, but it keeps your brain in. <laughs> <laughs> A glove is just some cloth with five tubes for your fingies. <laughs> for your fingies. <laughs> Also, next up on Will and Grace, Grace doesn't realize something gay about Will. It's coming up next. Just the next day at the, like, NBC Sports offices, his buddy is, like, coming in and, like, getting a coffee. And he's like, hey, dude, did you see uh, The Walking Dead last night? And the, the announcer's like, yeah, they, uh, they're they dead, uh, walking around. Next up on The Walking Dead, Rick makes a tough choice to kill some zombies. <laughs> It's coming up next on The Walking Dead. I I would not be opposed. I would not be opposed to. Okay, this this is this is quite the lift, but but roll with me here. What if what if for the the tweet we just did as the as the episodes were starting to air the week's lineup of every NBC primetime program written synopsis <laughs> like this. I, I think that's so. A like great at idea. the top of the eight PM block, it's like whatever show is on at eight PM on Thursday. <laughs> on this week's scandal, oh, that's ABC shit. Uh, but you get the point. Yeah, like basically what you were doing, but for every single primetime series NBC has for an entire calendar week. Could we then? Could we also just add in uh, just a a still? It could be the same still every single yeah. time of like the NBC. Yep, sports that's what I was gonna say. Like, that guy logo did like is that gonna be just super confusing though no, you get i don't think so i think the image will actually give it give it unity and give it like okay. clarity and be like right. this is this is the sports commentator who does not know any of these shows <laughs> never watch, probably only watches coach reruns <laughs> do, you, is... 
Can it can it be a bunch of different pictures of him? <laughs> sure. If you can find. Oh no, I'm well, not even. Say, I'm not even saying it's him. It's just a lockup screen of like NBC, like college football, <laughs> like the screen that they. Because they don't think even we show this it. guy's face. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I see. Was, I just feel like. I just feel like if we're gonna put a picture in it, we need like the voice of the doofus who's like saying yeah. the, the the copy. We could do that too. I'm 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 open to both. We'll figure okay, it out. Okay, suffice it to say, we'll find some visual <laughs> yeah, I think aid we to get the, but, to do, but are we on board with the idea of just tweeting out shitty descriptions yeah. of the entire primetime yep. NBC lineup for a week? Of yeah, course. I'm, wait, I'm wait, wait, wait. Great. I'm, I'm way into it. As a, as a bonus that we actually can cut out, what I'm about to do is pull up the NBC primetime lineup. Let's come up with these descriptions. Really vamp some of them. Yeah, let's. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's throw spaghetti at the wall. NBC.com slash schedule. Here we are. Monday, we've got The Voice. It's a singing show. The Voice, a singing show. This week on The Voice, the judges have a tough time deciding <laughs> whether they like The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's Monday. Alex is writing all of these. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been it's been vague enough to re- like show you don't know the specifics of the episodes, but you kind of specific know the on the general stuff. <laughs> Next up on Tuesday, we've got This Is Us, a show oh, about people. No, I I kind of know they are a group. This week on This Is Us, the family discovers some hard truths about life, and it's them. <laughs> doesn't it need wait does it, it need the title more self like would it be uh, uh, uh this week on this is us the family realizes that it's them that show's supposed to be like every single time i see somebody it's a bummer it, it's... they're always like i cried so hard next up on wednesday the blacklist a show oh, where there's a man on a list all right all right lay it, lay it. <laughs> This week on the blacklist, James Spader does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> that show was designed for James Spader to just eat the scenery <laughs> the entire hour. Does anybody know what the good place is about? Get the fuck yeah. out! The, are you serious? The good place. Wait, Stephen, are you serious? I've never heard of this show. Michael and I actually like religiously watch that. Really? Show. Oh. We're no obsessed way. with it. It's, it's so, so Steven, good. it's so good. It's so good. Steven, it's an amazing show. Gem it's an it. amazing fucking well, show. All right. We'll just put that as the description then for Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> just Michael and Alex <laughs> about this. Steven, it's so, it's so and good. Friday, <laughs> I can't even joke about it. Friday's blind spot, which I think we already got. So that's that. We already got we already All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got our tweets. All right. Damn. Good work. <laughs> I think that's I think it. That is it. I think that's it.